Father, we thank you, Father, for today. Father, we thank you for the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of wisdom and revelation, the Spirit of truth. Father, we ask you to take us deep. Father, let us know what you continually, consistently keep saying, God. If you're saying it, God, then we need to pay attention to what you're saying, what you're doing, what you're trying to show us, God. No matter what it seems to the carnal mind and man, Father God, you are the Spirit of truth that guides us into all truth. Father, we thank you that you're casting out all vain imaginations, all doctrines of devils, anything that comes in, in between you and us and our relationship in the transformation of the, 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 the transformation of us becoming like you, Father. Father, we thank you that there's no weapon that shall be formed against us. There's no false voices that can come against us. There's no doctrines that can mess us up if we're truly seeking your face, truly seeking the truth, and tr truly submitting to the Holy Spirit, to the blood of Jesus, to the power of the cross, to the anointing that breaks the yoke, Father God. Let us go deep today, God, to the understanding of the acknowledge of the mysteries of, of you, Christ in the church, in us, Father God. Let us know our purpose, our destiny, what you have for us, Father God. Let us cast down everything that exalts itself above the Word of God, everything that comes from the spirit of man and comes from the spirit of the Antichrist. Let us walk in truth in the unity of the faith in one baptism, one bread, one Father, one doctrine, one people, one spirit, and one church, without spot or wrinkle, without doctrines of devils, without man-pleasing, without all the things that are entangling us into confusion, witchcraft, and seducing people away from you, Father God. Father, we thank you that when we see these things and we know these things, there is no lie in the truth. And we shall know the truth and the truth sets us free. The truth guides us into all truth. There's no other truth but the truth. The truth shall set us free. The truth is the way and his name is Jesus. And he is the bread from heaven. He is the way, the truth, and the lie. There is no mixture. There is no two heads. There is no double church. There's one bride. So we thank you, Father, that we will not be no longer confused, that you're going to deliver them out of the denominations of men, out of the doctrines of men, out of the hands of the devil. Father, we thank you that there is going to be persecution because the righteous will stand in the land, because they will have boldness and they will not speak as one without authority, but one with authority, one that knows what they're speaking about, one that is backed by heaven. And we thank you, Father God, that you're raising up these messengers in this day, this hour, God, those that know your voice, Father God, that will turn their ear away from the voice of a stranger because your sheep hear your voice and your sheep follow your voice. Even if it's through man, through dreams, through whatever, your sheep will follow you and you, we will see who the sheep are and who the sheep are not in these last minutes of time. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, I ask you to seal this word by your blood, by your truth, by the Spirit of God. Hide us flesh behind the cross. Speak your oracles as the truth in the doctrines of Jesus Christ, the doctrines in the Spirit of truth. And Father God, expose every doctrine of devils that's corrupting man's soul, mind, and body in the, in the mighty name of Jesus. And we ask you to help to articulate this message and understanding in us, through us, that we shall know what you're saying in this time. In Jesus' name, amen. Today's message is called Doctrines of Devils. Doctrines of Devils. 
And, you know, in the Bible we read and see things, but sometimes we just think they're just there. But everything in the Word of God, in the Scriptures, is for a purpose and for a time and to be illuminated or to be brought up by the gifts of God, by the Holy Spirit. So those same doctrines will be used by the spirit of the Antichrist or even the spirit of devils to try to divert or to bring people to another way. Hebrews 13.9 says, Be not carried about with diverse and strange doctrines, for it is a good thing that the heart be established that the heart be established with grace, not with meats which have not profited them that have been occupied therein. Do not be carried away with diverse and strange doctrines. What is thing? A strange is anything that's not of Christ. Christ has a doctrine, and it's His doctrine. And people can use His doctrine to pervert it into their doctrine. See, they take the doctrine and they pervert the doctrine and they even, it even looks like the doctrine of Christ, but it is not of Him because it draws you to other things, other places, and, and other ways. It draws you to the flesh, to man, or to perversion. 1 Timothy 4, 1-2 Now, the Spirit speaketh expresses. Who is the Spirit? The Holy Spirit. So the same people that say the Holy Spirit has been passed away or not here anymore, then, then why are they even reading the letter? Because then the Spirit cannot be true because the letter says it's true. But if they say that the Spirit does not speak to His children anymore, how can we hear the Spirit that the letter says that we're, most, we're supposed to follow? This doesn't make any sense. See, when you really are in the Spirit, the doctrines of man don't make any sense because they're carnal. They make sense in, in them, but not to us who are eternal beings, us who have a divine nature, us who are born again, us who have a spiritual mind, us who have the mind of Christ, you see. And when we begin to understand, we begin to get more bold. And when we begin to get more bold, we begin to get more understanding of the wisdom of God. Speaketh expressively that in the latter times, Today is more latter than it's ever been. In the latter times, some shall depart from the faith. We see it all the time. Departing from the faith, but into doctrines of devils. They will look like they're of the faith, but they're not even. They're departing of the faith. Giving heed to seducing. Giving heed means giving over, letting, following, heed. To seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. See, seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, they work hand in hand. Doctrines of devils, speaking lies in hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron. See, many people think it to be obvious, but when people see doctrines of devils, they think somebody, it's so obvious, it's got to be a demonic thing. No, it's a seducing thing that looks holy, that looks righteous, that actually looks like the truth. It's a counterfeit. It's a camouflage. It's it's like what wolves in sheep's clothing. It, it looks like sheep. Oh, what? So you have to see underneath. So it's it, it's 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 hidden. It looks like it's right, but it's wrong. It sounds like it's right, but it's a lie. You see what I'm saying? That's how Satan works. 
He makes his ministers look like God's ministers. So, we have to be in fellowship with the Holy Spirit. That's some of those with doctrines, the devils even, because we're going to name a few, actually say that we cannot have. So what would Satan actually do? He would actually change what God is saying we can do. We can hear. We can see. He'll make us blind, deaf, and dumb. That's what he creeps in the church to do. That, that, why do you say that the blind lead the blind right into the ditch? Speaking lies and hypocrisy. See, many people think it's so obvious, but giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Seducing. What does seducing mean? Not to think it looks like... See, people think, oh yeah, you know, it's obvious, like I just... But it's like, no, that's the whole thing. They will know the Bible, they'll tell the scriptures, but they will, there will be something that is another gospel. They will use the gospel and create another gospel out of the same gospel that they're supposed to be teaching and preaching about. Because the gospel sets you apart from the world, from yourself, and from any other doctrine. And it brings you into one in the spirit of truth, in the spirit of God. So what is seducing? Attract, allure, tempt, entice, beguile, ensnare, right? We got warnings all. Do not be ensnared and trapped by the devil who at his will will take you captive if you let him. So why do we keep trying to point out things? Oh, everyone will be like, stop it. No, because that's what the devil, when the people that are saying stop doing all that, are the same people that are be, will follow a doctrine of the devil. The same people that are hearing out of their flesh, out of false love, out of this and out of that, that would get in the way of what the Holy Spirit is trying to do by guiding us into all truth. Captivate, enchant, hypnotize, mesmerize, bewitch. Remember Paul said, Galatian church, who has bewitched you? You started in the Spirit, and we could say that is, you started in truth. The Spirit is the truth. It's the spirit of truth. You started in the spirit and now you're in the flesh. Now you're following. Who has bewitched you? Right? Who is tricking you? Who is bringing, corrupting the, the, the gospel? Who is contaminating the holy, the holy water? Who is contaminating the holy word? Who is contaminating the living bread? Who is putting leaven in your bread? A little leaven leavens a whole lump, right? So if there's a little doctrine of devils, it's not the doctrine of Christ at all. It doesn't matter how little it is. The gospel of God is pure, and it is holy, and it is righteous, and it is already set apart. It is only to set you apart. It is not to be changed, manipulated, or... Remember Peter? Jesus, he just started speaking. He said, get behind me, Satan. Why? Because he began to speak another gospel, another voice. He began to speak of another uh, out of his flesh. See, Satan will speak out of your flesh or to tempting all these things, your flesh, your desires, your things. That's why we are crucified. That's why our job is to crucify our flesh, that we can be guided by our spirit. 2 Corinthians 11 
chapter 11, uh, 10 through 15. As the truth of Christ is in me, Paul's saying, the truth is in me. You need to say the same thing. As the truth of Christ. When they try to try to tell you that you can't hear God, you say, no, I hear God because the truth and the Spirit in me tells me, and I do. Whatever they try to come and tell you, see, if you're not confident in what you have, if you're not confident in the truth, if you do not understand the truth, if you're not baptized in the truth, then you can be taken out very easily. But when you know the truth, there is no other lie that can entangle you unless you get seduced by a seducing spirit. Doctrines of devils are seducing. They look like the real thing, but they're not. They sound like they're, they're religious, holy, whatever, but they're not of God. Wherefore, he says this, Wherefore you, because I love you not, God knoweth, but what I do, that will I do, that I may be cut off occasion from them which desire an occasion that wherein they glory that they may be found even as we. For such are false apostles, false, so if there's false, there has to be real, deceitful workers transforming themselves into the ministers of Christ or apostles of Christ. And he says, don't marvel, don't, don't think it's a, don't be like, oh my God, I can't believe this is happening. Oh, this can't happen. That's, wait, it's a church. It's got a, you know, everybody meets. They read the Bible. Oh, don't marvel. He says this, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Therefore, it is not a great thing that even his ministers also be transformed as ministers of righteousness, right? The Pharisees and Sadducees, they, they looked on the outside as ministers of righteousness, but inside they were dead. Inside they were full of wickedness. Inside they were full of hypocrisy. Inside they had no power. Inside they were lost. But on the outside, they knew Scripture. But on the outside, they did things in, to be seen of man. But on the outside, they had long garments and they looked religious, but on the inside, see, see, those that are of the truth can see on the inside, but those that are, that are, that are of the world or of a lie, they cannot see on the inside, they only see the letter and they, and they, be, and, and they commit su suicide. They cannot see what we see, so they cannot understand what we understand. So they cannot be confident, so they speak as Pharisees, as someone that reads something, about something, but we speak as someone that knows something that's eternal. Someone that knows what they're talking about. See, that's why God wants ministers that are confident to give an answer for them that ask any time. To know who you're speaking of. To let the Holy Spirit actually speak through you and not try to think of what you have to do. But He will take over you and He will speak through you. And He will not only speak through you, but He'll speak to you. But doctrines that take you and divide you from him are doctrines of devils. For such are false deceitful workers. Therefore, I think it's not a great thing that his ministers also be transferred in ministers of righteousness, who his, their end shall be according to their works. Let's read Titus 1, 18-16. And many people probably do not understand. There are denominations and a whole millions of followers in deception right now as we speak 
believing that they're following truth, believing that they're born again, believing that they have the Holy Spirit, believing that they're going to heaven and they're following a lie. And then they'll attack and say, who do you think? You are. Why do you think you know everything? And it's like, yeah, I do. Because he's in me and I know him. Right? Oh, that's so prideful. No, that's, that's called boldness of who and what you have. That's, what, that's the difference between religion and relationship. That's the difference between being born again and being uh, going to church. That's the difference with being in the truth and just reading about the truth. See, there's Jesus knew who he was, where he was going, and what he was doing at all times. So when they came to try to make him confused, because that's all they do, they couldn't confuse him. So because they couldn't confuse him, they tried to abuse him. And because he wouldn't receive this rejection, all that, then they killed him. See, they, the devil will use any vessel, anybody, any doctrine, any sect, any religion to get you into confusion. But the Holy Spirit is here to give us a sound mind, the simplicity of the gospel, to keep us connected to the body of Christ and to the Holy Spirit, and which is the head of the church, that all joints fitly join together, every joint supply, he will begin to bring separation. See, the devil is here to kill, steal, and to destroy. He is here to divide you, to cut you off from life, to cut you off from the truth, to make you believe a lie. Not everybody that believed the truth once is going to live and walk in the truth. That is something we have to decide and submit to. Because when we exalt our own ways, our own mind, and our own thoughts above His, then Satan comes to fill it with his thoughts, with his ways. And then we never really understand really what's going on. And then we begin not to be able to trust because we do not know exactly what to trust. So it becomes religion or it becomes confusion. And who is that author? The author of confusion is said to be the accuser of the brother, and the same one is said to be Satan. So he comes to bring confusion. But there is no confusion in God. There's no confusion in the truth. There's only one of them. So how can one be confusing? There's a truth and there's millions of lies. Well, when you step into millions of different things, there can be confusion. But when you're in truth, there's no confusion because there's only one. That's it. One truth. How can you say that's just those type of words? Or even people in the church say, how do you know that you're, because there's only one. What do you know? You know something different than me? Then are you true or mine? I'm going to believe mine because mine set me free. Mine is setting me apart. Mine is making me hate darkness. What is yours? You, another step book? What is your truth? Another way to get out of the out of here easy? What is your truth? Oh, another way to make twist everything and, and, and make money on another 12-step program? What is your truth? Our truth is easy. It's the Holy Spirit. So they want to make, the devil will make you want to question even if you 
have the Holy Spirit. That's what Satan wants to do, right? Did God really say that to Eve? Did, did God really say that? And she said, yes, it's exactly what he said. Right? No, she said, oh, well. Start questioning, right? Because she just, you know, she just started a relationship with God, actually, right? It wasn't too long. Who knows how long this was? No, did God really say that? So that's what the, the Satan will say to you. Well, does it actually mean that? But when you first heard it and you had the revelation and you know it was exactly that until you had to hear something else. Then all of a sudden you start questioning what you know is true and then all of a sudden you live. And people in the body of Christ live like that all the time. And then they get upset when someone says, no, that's not the truth because they're not, not, you know it's the truth. It's been, it's been made flesh in you. No one can steal it from you. You can argue about tongues all the way. People that don't have it, how are they going to argue about something they don't even have from something they read? Who are you? But you're telling me something that I have, the Holy Spirit. You're going to tell me more about someone? You're going to tell me something about something that I've, I'm in one with? Yeah. I'm one with the truth. Oh, now, be careful. Yeah, well, well, be careful what? The Bible says it. So they start to, the devil start making you be afraid of things that are already said in the Word that they actually say and they worship and they take it out of context and use it for their own. The Satan will use it for their own desire, his desires to separate. And God is separating as well. He's separating from that crap. And then Satan wants to come and bring you back, which is a diverted separation. Satan wants to bring you back from what God's separating you from, which is good separation. The devil say, oh, you're dividing because you're saying this. Why don't we all just get away in a false love and a false truth? And it's like, isn't it good? Like humanism, right? Let's just, just all get along, right? Or, or say something like, um, let's just keep the peace. No, the Bible says be a peacemaker, not keep the peace. Who keeps the peace? People that compromise, people that don't want to be a conflict. Jesus never kept the peace. He, he was, every time they came to me, he didn't say, okay, let's just agree with the Pharisees because, you know, it's love. We're just going to love one another. Well, let's just agree with every doctrine of devils out there because, you know what, they'll get it someday. Not a, and at the same time, they're coming away from the person that God is trying to, uh, to messenger, he's trying to raise up to let them get it. So they, it's like, and again, then they separate the body of Christ, separate one another, and God will do it. And God's like, well, I've written how I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it through my fivefold ministers. I'm going to do it through one another. I'm going to do it through the spirit of truth in you. I'm going to do it through man. I'm going to do it through dreams. I'm going to do it through my word. I'm not just going to do it the way they think. I'm not just going to wave a wand and do it, because if I did that, then I wouldn't be. It's all about submission, hearing, following, being discipled, tra being trained up, being... Uh, Becoming one with the Word of God. See, God, He wants to make us living epistles. So the same thing is, and I said this today, some people are living epistles and some people are living in offense. Some people are living epistles and some people are living offenses. Or I don't know how I said it, but it's true. Because people get offended at the truth. And they're like, but they don't understand. That's not pride. That's God's like, that's knowing. If someone says your name, you know, you have your name your whole life. Johnson. They come up and say, your name is not Johnson. Oh, really? And you're like, well, here's my birth certificate. It's clear to me. I've, this is my whole life. No, your name is 
Um, I can't even think. Jones. But that's not true because here it is written and I've received it and I've taken it and I've inherited and this is what, so I don't care what you say, you think my name says, I know my name and you're not going to take it from me. I know my doc, what he showed me, you're not going to take it from me. And many people live like that kind of thing in the doctrine and other things, but see, they don't understand. They haven't investigated around the whole thing is what because they're blinded now by being in a doctrine of devils that they don't understand that that doctrine is separating them from the spirit right and Paul said let no man separate you let no doctrine separate you so it says holding fast let's, let's, let's go to Titus 1, 1 8-16 lover of hospitality sober just he's talking about okay holding fast the faithful word that you have been taught. Okay? That, and we don't even really know all the words that they were taught, right? Because we just have them warning them about the words not to be corrupted that have been taught. But we know now we have the Holy Spirit. He's teaching us what is the word that they've been taught. So they want to teach on a warning when actually you need to know what He's warning you about not doing, which they don't know. If they don't have the Holy Spirit, you cannot know what is being said because this, the spirit that the apostles carried was the Holy Spirit. They didn't carry a Bible and they spoke and they teach and not everybody was writing everything down. So it was so much they were learning. And then he says, do not let anybody teach you any other way. And then someone's coming and taking a warning and trying to make a doctrine out of a warning when it's actually trying to protect the spirit of truth. So it says here, Faithful have been taught and may be able to, by sound doctrine, both to exhort and convince the gainsayers. For there are many unruler and vain talkers and deceivers, especially they of, in the house of God, it says, and the circumcision, whose mouths must be stopped, who subvert whole houses, teaching things they ought not to, for different reasons, like for money. Well, that's the prosperity gospel. For filthy lucre, right? So there's a, there's a doctrine devil right there. Of themselves, even a prophet of their own said, the creations are always liars, evil beasts, and slow bellies. This is a true witness. Wherefore, rebuke them sharply, that they may be sound in the faith. So Satan would like to get rid of all the rebukers, so there's nobody contesting. And say, oh, God will do it if God wants them to know. But he said, how do they know unless there's a preacher? How do people going to know about Jesus? But then they'll say, shut up about that. But shut up about growing up in maturity because Satan, everyone knows how well we can't stop talking about Jesus. But you really, these doctrines are actually stopping talking about Jesus and pointing to other things. That's what makes them doctrines of devils. See how twisted it gets? So all of a sudden here, it says, not giving heed to Jewish fables, to Christianese, to commandments of men that turn from the truth, unto a pure all things are pure, but unto them that are defiled, unbelieving, and nothing is pure. Unbelieving. There's a sign right there. The cross is power. The Bible says that the cross means nothing to them that are perishing. Those are the ones that are perishing before this. He says the cross means nothing to them that are perishing. But them who believe, it is what? The power of God. So if they point you away from the cross, 
It's a doctrine of devils. To other things, to commandments of men, to doctrines of devils, to commandments of men and turn from the truth. They profess, see they say, I know God, I'm a Christian, I go to the, this denomination, I go to this, I'm a this one, I'm that one, right? I'm saved, but they profess that they know, but by their works, by their words, by their actions, by their deeds, by their fruits, it says, they deny Him being abominable and disobedient to every good work or reprobate. And that's the thing is everyone's going to say, oh, I'm, I'm this and that because, but there's a carnal church and a spiritual. There's a bride and there's a harlot. There's one and there's separation. There's tares and wheat. There's wolves and sheep. So we got to understand. And it said there's vessels of gold, silver, and there's vessels of wood, hay, and stubble. One for burning and one for use. So, and there are been planted by the devil. They profess that they know God. They, they have a, I'm a Christian. But then you're like, then you start to wonder either too. Well, wow. I wish I could get away with all that. And then you think sometimes too. It's like, wow, they say they know God, but by their what? Jesus said, you will know my disciples by their fruits. Not by their, by their business card. Not by their, I'm an apostle. I'm a prophet. Not by, oh, you know, look, I'm a member of this church. Look, I even signed the membership form. There's no membership. You, your name needs to be written in the Lamb's Book of Life. That's your membership to the body of Christ. Your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. The church is taking membership. Right there is a sign. It's not of God. They profess that they know God, but by the works they deny Him. Let us... They take their focus of setting you apart from the world and the Antichrist spirit. Back to on humanism. It's the spirit of the age. You cannot have both spirits. You can't be preaching humanism and holiness at the same time because humanism is anti-holiness. Humanism is Jezebel spirit. Humanism is let's all get along and let everything pan out at the end. Let's just make false peace. Let's just try and do things our own way. Humanism is let's cater to the flesh and the lust thereof and the pride thereof and be good people. Let's figure out how to save the environment in our own strength without giving, uh, turning to God and repenting. To the Creator, that's the only one that can change anything. It's pride. We change, we'll fix everything. It's man, right? It's all about man. Satan will make it all about man. Very simple. A doctrine of devils is any doctrine that has no oil, that has not the inspiration of the Holy Spirit by claiming to be the doctrine of Christ. But see, you're like, yeah, yeah, not a scripture, but there's no oil. And they that have no oil don't even know what you're talking about. What do you mean no oil? It's the Bible. It's full of oil. They don't understand it. The oil is the essence. The oil is the power. The oil is the Holy Spirit on what, what it is. You, scripture out of context, God's not going to walk if it's created to make an, a different gospel, to, created to make another doctrine. 
If it's a doctrine of man, it's still the spirit of man that is the spirit of the world and the age. It doesn't matter. If it's a doctrine of man, it's still a doctrine of devils because there's only one doctrine of the Holy Spirit. Well, it's just man's opinion. It's still the devil because he works in humanism. He works in, 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 in uh, getting people to look to man, right? Trusting in man, trusting in government, trusting in the creation and denying the creator. The Bible even says in the last days they will turn their love, their homage, their eyes away from the creator and turn it on the creation. They'll begin to worship the created and diminish the creator. So in other words, the perversion is worshiping the created and taking away the worship of the one who created. So you're actually creating image, you're worshiping images because anything that is not God is created by man or by God even is an idol or an image because it's not him. So anything that is was created was created by him, but when we turn our focus onto that and away from him, it's idolatry. So doctrines of devils begin to create idolatry in scripture, in in doctrines, in the different things that that they begin to do. So man begins to be the one that gets empowered from it. And then what? Pride comes. Knowledge. People want to read all these books because they want knowledge. Because what? It's not to get closer to God. They're reading all these things because they want to impress mankind. They want humanism. And then man gives them a doctrine. So the devil makes all these degrees and things in the world. So man chases them like, like, like a, 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 on, a, on a wheel, right? What is that little gerbil? Like a hamster. Satan wants to make us all like little hamsters in a little worldly maze that we're just chasing all these things that mean nothing. And then they do it and now it's crept all in the church. Doctor tell them, oh, doctor so-and-so. Where's that in the Bible? So now you're, you're going to say, oh yeah, you want to take the pride of life and all the acknowledgments of the world too and you want to bring it in the church too. So you want the church to worship you too as you want the world to worship you. Same thing. The only titles that God created were, were His gifts. And they weren't really titles. They were just functions. We've made them titles. Paul said, I'm Paul. An apostle. He's not, said, I'm, he never said, I'm Apostle Paul. We say all right, Apostle this, Apostle that, Apostle this, Apostle that. Prophet so-and-so. Jeremiah, a prophet before he was ever born. Or, was it, or they'll say, from the prophet Jeremiah, but it wasn't Jeremiah introducing himself. Oh, I'm prophet Jeremiah he's like Jeremiah so you know so why do we do these things because it's still humanism humanism the Bible says call no man father upon the earth there's only one father we have denominations calling men fathers in the Bible Jesus said do not do that because of hierarchy man worship over and over and over we have this and man likes that why because it makes them it's like this. You, have, you can become, you know, it's like a pyramid. Everybody wants to jump on the pyramid, and they're still jumping on the pyramids because if you get on the top, you're making, getting everything from the bottom. Right? And it's like, if you really get on a good pyramid right when it starts, you know, and what does a pyramid represent, right? And it goes deep. 
pyramid, right? So, you know, you get people on you, and then all of a sudden you get all the money, every, every, all the work they do, you just get from doing nothing. So get, work hard in the beginning and sit back and take all the, everything from everybody else that's working. And basically, it's how the systems of man or religion, like I said, the pimps, prostitutes, and John. It's the system of the world. So what do we have here? We have this, these doctrines still being, oh, but it's okay, it's cool. But it's like, no. So God comes to, to expose the devil. That's why he says, they call themselves this, but I, you have found them liars. So, what is, go back to what he says. They say they're of the faith. They say they're this, but you have found them liars. So he's making a di different um, uh, demonstration of, we don't go by what people say. We go by what our spirit tells us. But people that don't understand the Holy Spirit are going to believe anybody. What did he say? He, he's a, he said it. Come over here. Let's say, uh, are you, you, oh no, atheist or Christian? Oh, I'll be a Christian. Okay. Oh, I don't believe in God. Okay, let's just separate everyone. Huh? I have faith. Okay, or a faith, right? All faith, right? That's holy. All faith. Oh, that's, no, that's called religion. All faith in what? Faith in yourself. Faith in Buddha. Faith in, right? It's like faith is not holy. It's, it's faith in Jesus Christ only. And, oh, he, she has strong faith. In what? Themselves? In the government? In their family? Right? It's like we, we take these things, oh, oh, I'm believing. And they're like, they don't even know Jesus. What are you believing? I just, I'm believing. I'm going to get that, you know, that new job. Great. I mean, good to believe that, but believing isn't about that. It's about Him. If the doctrine of man is still the spirit of the man. So it's crazy that everyone thinks they're right, but they cannot be. Do you realize it's... Realize how determined Satan is to get us to believe a lie? Here's obvious some doctrines right here. Hebrew Roots Movement. Doctrine of Devils. Taking the focus off the transformation of us being rooted and grounded in Christ. Making us rooted and grounded in the creation. Israel was created. Jesus was God in the beginning. See what I mean? It sounds so holy. Oh yeah. I'm... I'm, I'm I'm going to find out what my tribe is. Like, Who cares? Be the tribe of the lion of the tribe of Judah. Because in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God, and you cannot separate the Word from Him. So He was predestined before the foundations of the world to become a Son of God, rooted and grounded in Christ. So why would you unroot yourself in the beginning and take yourself into time and become even what? Jesus said, even the rocks can be raised up to be children of Abraham. But oh, to be rooted and grounded in Christ is way, and they want to be, oh, thinking they know so much. And you're like, man, I'm here with God. I'm seated with Christ, and you're trying to connect me to Abraham. How? Get away from me. Abraham, a man, you know, man of faith. Well, good. Man of faith. Another man, right? The devil always points you to man. But God, Jesus was fully flesh but fully God. So, see, it's like that's doctrine of devils. There could be so much truth in that. Oh, yeah, the feast, the this, the that. Okay, we can do this. Oh, yeah, do that. It's like traditions, traditions. When He is everything, He is all those things. Another one, court rose to heaven. Another doctrine of devils. So now, 
I was told I'm set free, born again. Jesus took away my sins, set me free. Now I got to go back and go to court again? When he said you're not guilty and he took my sins upon the cross? Come and bring me a break. It's, now I got to go and, 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 and it's like there's time for court in heaven right now when, when, God, when his son died on the cross and he said it was finished? So just believe in the finished work and, or you're trying to, you got to go fight for what God's already said is finished? It's like, you gotta, the devil don't know that already? No, he's out tricking you to go do things, religious acrobats, because you feel, you see people that aren't receiving the truth and you want to go fight for them when you can't fight for them until they repent. And they're born again. I'm going to set my family free in there because you better get preach the gospel and the cross to them and hopefully God will draw them and set them free himself. It ain't up to you to be setting people free that aren't, that he is not ordaining you to, or speaking through you or using the power of God in you to set them free, not making a court trial and everything for your family and going there and wait, oh my God, what's going on? Sensa sensationalism, we know that. Separating you from the Holy Spirit from telling him that he doesn't move anymore. Right? And, and that comes from Calvinism. Calvinism, doctrine of devils, hundreds of thousands of them all over. They're the ones that started that whole thing, that the Holy Spirit died with the... How, then, how ignorant is that? So then, he, then how's he saving people? So, how, why, so you just preach now and he doesn't do anything? So many other doctrines that... Dies in one, uh, diverse into one another. Even religious devils are still forming doctrines that actually come from the spirit of truth. Like they take it away and they just pervert it. When in fact, it's the word that changes us. That's why they want to change the word. The devil's doing this. So if I change the word, the power's in the word. So if I can change it, I can take away the power. You see? Why is it a big deal? Yeah, because if you're believing a lie, God's not going to back it. He's not going to do all that and let you believe that power came from a lie unless Satan gives false power, counterfeit power. So the same ones that saying what God's doing in power are saying it's the devil and the whole time the devil's taking the glory of, of, of getting people to be led away by strange, diverse doctrines. So what would Satan attack? Sound doctrine, power, Truth, freedom, revelation, anointing, signs and wonders. Say there's no anointing anymore. He's the only anointed one. The apostles were the only ones anointed. You just got to read the Bible. Oh, there's no signs, wonders, and miracles because, you know, it says here that false, false, false signs and wonders will run up. And, yeah, because he's trying to confuse people. So you look at the fruit. You look at the root. You look at it. Are people becoming holy? Are people being set free? Are people now pointing to Jesus? Then how would you say anything's of the devil? Unless it's all the devil, right? Unless you're confused. It, it, it's really irking God. Signs and wonders. It's like, so now don't believe in signs and wonders because you don't know where they're going to come from. God, that's ridiculous. Because God, being set free is a sign and wonder. Being born again is a sign of wonder. So let's just pick and choose what sign of wonders we really want to believe. Casting out demons is a sign of wonder. He said, these signs shall follow them that believe. When someone gets healed, it's a sign of wonder. 
Now, if Satan heals somebody, he might do that. But he's going to get them to go follow him. Not follow Jesus to cross and repent and be born again and want to find a church and read their Bible. He's going to get them to find a cult, stop reading their Bible, and follow man. And so what do we have to be afraid of? And if these fruits, and it's everywhere. How would Satan do this? By planting his messengers in the church. And we say, well, not in the, yeah, cool. Probably not in, in the church, like on media, YouTube, Facebook. Because no one really knows what church, who's the covering. And just there, oh yeah, I go, it's so easy now. And back then, you know, Satan came in and God established a church. It's going to be pretty hard to come in there and change. But he's done that too. He'll get in there, get a whole, I mean, slowly change. You know, one day they believe and and, and grace and all this, and two years later, they're, 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 they're doing the Sabbath on Saturday, like the Jews, and, and, and then all of a sudden, you know, they're all wearing uh, uh, all the Hebrew clothes, and then all of a sudden, uh, they're all, you know, some of the men are in the bathroom circumcising themselves, and then, you know, the other ones are keeping the feast, you know, and all of a sudden, you're, you're like, oh my God, what happened here? That's how it happens. I'm just making an example. They, you say, they, were, they did that in the book of Acts. They were going to go circumcise themselves, old men. And they even argued about it because it made sense to the carnal mind. But it was, it was like, don't you, Paul's like, and Paul's like, what are you doing? And it, so don't think man is so perfect. The Holy Spirit, thank God, guided them out of that. But see how the devil tried to bring confusion even in the beginning. Who has bewitched you that you start in the spirit and now you end up in the flesh? See, doctrines of devils will depend on man and the spirit of man, and they're dead. Because without the life of Christ, man is dead. Doctrines are dead. The church is dead. Ephesians 4, 1-16. Therefore, the prisoner of the Lord beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation which you are called, with all lowliness, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity, not, not the endeavoring to keep unity, with the Antichrist spirit. Yeah, see, you keep unity with doctrines of devils. To keep unity with, no, to keep the unity of the spirit. You see the difference? In the bond of peace. Why is there always never peace? Because you're making unity with all other spirits. And you call that, you know what the world calls that? False peace. See, they're going to try to do that. You said, there's no peace without me. The peace that I give you, <laughs> does not come from what you see. The peace that I give you is inside of you, and it will guide you and give you peace. It is that inward peace. There is one body and one spirit. Even one, ye are called into one hope you're calling. One faith, talked about that earlier, one baptism, one God, one doctrine, through all in all and in all in all. Through all in all and in all in all. But every one of us is given the grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Wherefore we say he ascended on high and he left captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. So this is what some of those demonic doctrines will say. They will say that that was then, you know, the 12 apostles, which are actually 14, because one of them killed himself. And then Matthias was actually cast lots and never heard anything from him before. They call him an apostle because man did it, right? We do it all the time. That's the first board meeting that meeting that failed in the kingdom of God. The first board meeting that 
Nothing came out of it. But then God had Paul. So they call him the 12th apostle. Or was Judas 12? Because he was called one of the 12, right? So what? You need the revelation of God. And then later there's more and more that are written in the book of Acts. So what do you mean? So you mean when they stop writing? But we're still writing and we're still born again. God's still speaking. So how does that work? Unless you're really under a doctrine of devils. But every man is given a grace according to the measure of gift. He ascended on high and gave captain captain. And he ascended, but and he ascended first to the lower parts. And he, that the same ascended from heavens, that he might fulfill all things. And some, he gave some. So he's like, this is to the church, not the first century church, not just when Paul was alive. He gave them to the church. Is the church still here? Well, then the gifts are still here. Are we still here? Okay. For the what? Perfecting of the saints. Are we perfected yet? Well, then we must still need them. For the work of the ministry. Are we still working in the ministry? For the edifying of the body. Does the body still need edifying? So what do they think? What are they reading? Unless there have been doctrines of devils. Till we all come into the unity. Well, they're certainly not helping that aspect. <laughs> Who would do that? Make it sound righteous. Or, oh, but man, you're putting man up on No, we're actually believing the Bible. And then they actually, the ones that actually worship man, because they're wor worshiping a dead theology. Till they all come into the unity of the faith to the knowledge of the Son of God. Unto a perfect man. So God's, the church, He wants to bring it into perfection on the earth. And how does He do this? Through exposing the doctrines of devils. Through filling people with the Holy Spirit. Through the apostle, prophet, man, this pastor and teacher. Goes all up into one body, one brothers and sisters in Christ and the full stature of Christ the full stature of Christ to all come into the unity of the face to the knowledge of God and to the perfect man in the measure of Christ the fullness of Christ they didn't get that right in the beginning the closest things that probably walk like that were the apostles but God wants the whole body to walk like the apostles were walking and even more because they never hit perfection. Then we henceforth no more children. Because no more children being tossed to and fro, carried about by every wind of doctrine. Are there still winds of doctrine? Yeah, they're called doctrines of devils. <laughs> winds of doctrine. So, of course, the devil would like to get rid of the truth. The power, the Holy Spirit, by that right there. Because then, winds of doctrine are all from God. Winds by the slight of men and cunning and craftiness where they lay, lie and they wait. Satan waits to deceive. So who is it says why God has these gifts? So the devil can't do this. So if you, if you get rid of the means, you corrupt the way. By speaking truth in love, may we all grow up in all things, which is the head, even Christ, from whom the whole body 
fitly joined together, compacted, right? I didn't make this body. God did it. I can't make the church. God did it. Paul got the revelation. Either he's speaking from God or of the devil. See, they want both. Well, that was Paul. And, you know, he, but that was a mystery then. Now it's sound doctrine now. So why God can't say nothing more to make us become growing into the full stature of Christ? No, it will not come against this word, but God is speaking to his church. So what does he say here? Fitly joined together, compacted by every joint supplied, according to the effectual working in the measure of every part, maketh increase of the body of the edifying of itself in love. So, right? Okay. I just did that. But what triggered me to do that? My brain. My mind, right? And also, if I punch somebody in the face, I did that, right? But, who, but what, what told me to do that? So if we sanctify our mind as the mind of Christ, we'll, we won't hit nobody no more, will we? If we sanctify our mind of Christ, we'll really believe when we lay hands on people that they're saved and healed. See how the, the devil wants to... To, to, to make the, the power of no effect of, of, the, of the changing of our minds by the washing of the water of the Word. So if I pervert the Word, there's no more cleansing of the mind. There's no more sanctification. There's no more transformation that we all become. Because the way we, we live and breathe and, and become in the same stature of Christ is not, not through going to a conference and getting hands laid on it. It's through the mind. So when we repent, we start to change our mind. Not only do we change our direction from our old ways in, in the direction of sin, but we change our direction and we head towards Christ. So we begin to walk on the narrow road and just imagine like a road. And every step you're making, you're changing. But if you get off that road, you're get, you begin to get confused. Right? So the devil wants to get you off the narrow way onto the broad way. So what a, and I'm not talking about because that's the broad way they want to get you on is Hollywood. That's what the devil do. But the broad way is the wrong way. The narrow way. So the devil will get you off a little bit. You can't, you got, okay, I got one foot on the narrow way and one on the broad way. And where is that? That's confusion. So these doctrines, the devil's went to bring confusion. So you just, again, you cannot believe in the power, the transformation, the what that God is trying to do in our lives. We just are hoping He accepts us when we die. I'm saved. What are you saved for? You can, we know what we're saved from, hell, death, and the grave, but what are we saved for? We're saved for the glory of God. But if I'm still living in sin, how can I glorify God? If I'm in the broad way, how can God get glory? If I don't, see? So, yes, I'm saved from, so I can save others. I'm saved from so I can begin to be changed for Him. So I no longer live for me, so I had to get saved, so I began to live for Him. And when I live for Him, I'm being changed into the image of God as by the Word of God. That we no longer children tossed to and fro by the slight of man's hand. Max Licato. Doctrines of devils. All these guys. Because they are denying the power of God. All these things that they come up with that bring you in confusion. Well, I want that though. You know, 
Let's escape out of here. When the Bible, read Revelations, right? This is one because I was, it's on fresh on my thing from this weekend, but like, you know, and then there's a debate, right? There's all a division. Well, there's no dividing in the truth. Which group is wrong? Find out because it's life or death. <laughs> you got to know. And those that know, they'll die for. Those that are deceived must not be humbling themselves to hear the truth fully. Right? Because there's no, there's no two truths. Either we're going to go through tribulation or we're not. It's not a debate. It is clearly written what we're going to do. And if we begin, why? We begin to see other things because it's the easy way, right? If, if Jesus would have hearkened Peter, the easy way, Jesus, no. No cross, Jesus. I mean, let's go, we'll hide you out. We'll get our swords out. I'll cut off ears for you, you know, Peter, right? If Jesus would have begun to listen to that doctrine of devils, because he knew the doctrine, he knew his purpose, he knew his plan, what would have happened? Jesus would have started getting confused. Imagine the Lord of Lord and King getting confused. He was fully man. So what did he have to do? He cast on every imagination, every high thing that exalted itself against his purpose, against the word of God, and against the truth. And he did it sharply. And you'll oh, be nice, still get it. No. Calvinism is a doctrine of devils. Sensationalism is a doctrine of devils. I can go on and on. Oh, he's how is that? Because they're gonna die. They're gonna be deceived. Some of those leaders are telling them to take the mark of the beast as we speak. And you want me as a, as a five-fold minister is going to tell them. Somebody that's been ordained by man is going to be like, oh, just keep the peace. But someone that's called by God is going to, my God, I'm going to preach and teach and do what he tells me to do. Because I don't want to be judged by God. And when you know the truth, you follow the truth. When you know the truth, you speak the truth. And when you know the truth, you live the truth. And at least if you don't live it, you're... You're, with all your heart, you're trying to live it. And that's where the devil comes in to try to get you off. By changing, what? The scriptures that really mean and speak. By, this is how the devil gets. By promoting man ahead of the Holy Spirit. Then they actually say what? what actually begin to say, they actually say, what is the diversion? They'll be like, you, you're dividing. You know, we'll just all get along. Yeah, okay. Mormonism. Jehovah Witness, um, this one, I, yeah, let's all get together. That's false unity. That's called uh, ecumenism. And, and, and Jesus doesn't come back for ecumenism. That's what the Antichrist spirit is going to be, the church, one world religion. It's going to be ecumenism, but Jesus is going to be the remnant. He's going to be the few. He's going to be the ones that are going to be martyred for the gospel. He said, if you, save, if you wish to save your life, you'll lose it, but if you save your life, you'll have eternal life. Making people scared or afraid of the spiritual things of the Holy Spirit. That's what these are things the devil does to get you into doctrines of devils. By promoting man by promoting man ahead of the Holy Spirit. By pointing people away from the cross and towards false love and humanism. By perverting the order of God and his ways. We see that all in the church today. Eventually seducing spirits take over and they don't even know. The guy's got a title. He called it He's got a doctrine. So I should follow him, right? Because some man approved of him. By getting very aff affectionate with Baal, to the agreements with Baal, to kiss and bow down to Baal. By saying it is okay to compromise for the sake of compassion. 
by worshiping doctrines or theology in place of revelation. Theology is the dependence on man and revelation is the dependence on the Holy Spirit. So those make revelation demonic. They do it all the time. Jeremiah 17, 4-6 said this, And now even myself shall continue from thine inheritance that I have given thee. And I will cause thee to serve thy enemies in the land which thou knowest not. For you have kindled a fire in mine anger, which shall burn for ever. Thus saith the Lord, Cursed be the man that trusts in man, and maketh flesh his arm, and whose heart departeth from the Lord. For he shall, just doing it, what's going on with all this stuff, without, we won't say the word because we'll get like, Certain words we don't say now, but everyone knows what you're talking about. Mm. Or whatever. Right? But you say those words now, and you can just type the word, and all of a sudden, they all know what you're talking about. Isn't that called, like, what's going on? Certain words? Isn't that kind of weird? You say certain words, and all of a sudden, warnings go all over your stuff. Trust in men. Curse thee that trust in men, and maketh his arm flush and depart. For he shall be like a heath in the desert. Right? They're cactuses. And he shall not see when good cometh, but shall inhabit. Ministers of good cometh, it's the devil. Everything's the devil. Right? Anything that moves, people get healed, it's the devil. People get saved. Are you sure they're really saved? You know, that's the, these, these, these the doctrines get. It's like, if they're not part of that sect, it's not God. No, we're saying... Does it have oil? It's God. I don't care what your title is. There's probably good people with oil everywhere. If it doesn't have oil, it's not God. If it's, if it, I mean, if it doesn't have oil, yeah, it's not God. If it has oil, it's Him. We're just looking for the oil. We're looking for the oil. We're looking for the oil. And we want to be filled with the oil. If we don't have the oil, we don't have Him. Oh, but look, I got 20 Bibles in 20 different languages and I got 20 different interpretations of the Bible. Have you seen them? I want to see the oil. Wow, okay, great. You know Hebrew, Greek. Wow, impressive. Where's the oil? You know who that is, brother Hebrew, right? And then this is it. And all of a sudden you go, even on Facebook, they got to have now a Jewish their name and you're so cool. Have you seen them? It's just ridiculous. I'm more spiritual than you. I know the Hebrew. Now, you know what that really means right there? I don't care. I know I read this, and God's going to show me what it means. And even if the word means something different, God is going to bring it to you by His Spirit of truth inside of you and me. If God's not directing me to know the Hebrew and Greek, why would I waste my time? There's not enough time to be like you. i got to be like Him. By turning truth into lies. Galatians 1, I'm almost done. 1, 1 through 12. Paul, the apostle. Paul, there it is too, for example. An apostle, not apostle Paul. <laughs> not of men, see, not of men, neither by men, but by Jesus Christ and the God, the Father, who raised him from the dead. See, if they don't know him, they're not going to know you. Someone get upset when they don't know you because they don't know him. They would oil. 
If you pour oil together, it's going to come together. If it's the same oil. Right? If you have water and oil, you pour it together, no matter how close you get, they can never know one another because they're two different... We're two different worlds, two different things. Religion, tradition, it's not... It's two consistencies. They don't mix. And even if you mix them together in a blender, really shine, and it'll look like a cloudy... Wait a few days and that eventually it'll be separated. It'll separate. You cannot bring... Do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. Do not be equally yoked with doctrines of devils. Do not be unequally yoked with seducing spirits. It's very simple. But you need to know what they are. And see, the devil wants to stop people from the knowledge of the spiritual realm and get them on the natural. And, brethren, why thou art with me and unto the churches of Galatia, grace be unto you in the peace of the Lord, who gave himself for our sins, that we might deliver us from this present evil world according to the will of God and our Father, to whom be the glory forever and ever. I marvel. He's telling them right now. This is what? Within how many years? Within a lifetime? I marvel. Paul's like, I cannot believe it. I spent all this time with you. I went over and over everything with you. What are you, what's going on, Galatians? He's like, ah, you know, Paul's like, ah, I can't believe this. I gave everything I had to them. I even, you know, I told them everything. Who gave himself? I told them about the foundation, the mysteries. I told them this. I told them about Christ in the church. I told them about, you know, sin, about seducing spirits. I told them about this. I told them not, don't get, start, take the law. The law was for, the, I mean, I told them all this stuff. Why would they not listen to me? You know, I told them, they had, and some of them he wrote some notes. They got notes, some of them. Go back to your notes, Galatian church. He gave himself, and it says, This I marvel that you soon be removed. So they were in, they, they were in the truth. Removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel which is not another gospel, but there are some that trouble you. In other words, another gospel, but it's... And then he says this, but it's not another. I mean, it's another... You, you, you still got the same stuff, but you changed it. Like, it's, it's another gospel, but it really is not another gospel. It's perversion of the gospel that you have. That's what he's trying to say. The mixture, the, the seducing spirits, the doctrines of the devil, the changing of what I... The meaning of the word. It must be a spiritual thing. It must be a demon. It must be something that's doing that to you. To gospel. That which we preached unto you. Let him be accursed. Wow. There's a lot of cur people that God's going to curse in the church. In these denominations that they don't even know. And we say. Before I say. Now again. If any man preach any other gospel. Then, see, they'll turn around and tell you you're preaching something else because you believe in the power. You believe in what the Bible actually says. They can't even understand the Bible, but you believe in, you know, you have faith in the unseen. Wow, you're, that's flaky. You hear God. You're a devil. Like, but it's written. Yeah, and I've been changing and becoming a better person. Man, that devil's pretty sneaky. Yeah, we're doing all these fruits and, yeah, they don't, they look at the wrong thing. So, 
And now any man preach another gospel that you have received, let him be accursed. For do, you, do I now persuade men or God? Or do I seek to please men? See, I'm going to get a lot of people ticked off by this. But am I going to please God or am I going to please men? Maybe there's 100,000 Calvinists, whatever it is. Where you, and a hundred of them that I don't know actually get born again and get really baptized in the Holy Spirit. Actually start believing or their eyes open. Is it worth it to have a hundred other ones persecute me for the truth? For I do persuade men or God or please men. For if I yet please men, I should not be a servant of Christ. But I certify you from that the gospel which I was, that which was preached of me is not after man. See, those are all man's doctrines. Because we're just still holding the same old book. The King James Version. Right? They're taking the same Bible but getting off on different revelations. God can write many books as we have books to, to, to make the truth come alive to people. Whatever He's doing. But when you start to take away from that truth, when, when you edify in the truth, but when you start to deny the power of that word, it's another gospel. When you do not take the focus off the cross and focus it on man or on a doctrine, it's demonic. The cross is the center. Jesus and the cross is the center of Christianity. You take either one of them out, it's, it's doctrines of devils. And the Holy Spirit is God. So, that's what Satan's up to, to take the Holy Spirit out of the church. Very simple, right? And how does he do that? By doctrines of devils. I certify, brother, that the gospel which you have preached is not after me, of me is not after man, for, for neither received it of man, neither was I taught it, but by the revelation of Jesus Christ. So when you change that revelation of Jesus Christ into man's theology, then seducing spirits come in and pull you away from the power of God. Paul said, I don't come to you with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in power and demonstration of the Spirit of God. So when there's power and demonstration of the Spirit of God, then there is God. <laughs> we close with this passage. 1 John 2, 14-29. I have written unto you, fathers, because you have known Him. That is from the beginning. I have written unto you, young men, because you are strong, and the word of God abides in you, and you have overcome the wicked one. That's all of us that are born again. Love not the world, neither the things that are, that, things that are in the world. If any man love the world, then the love of the Father is not in him. So if the doctrine is pointing you back to the world, or becoming great in the world, it's a doctrine of devils too. And the world pass away, and the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. Little children, it is the last time. And that was 2,000 years ago. So how much more if I said right now, it's more the last time than then? They would say, nope, it's written, it was the last time then. Exactly a point. Because they're literally taking Scripture without understanding. Every time you read this, it's the last time. As you have heard that the Antichrist shall come, even so are many Antichrists. Wherefore we know that it is the last time. So another 
more and more and more Antichrist will appear, that means the spirit of Antichrist in man, we're not talking about the Antichrist that will sit in the temple as he is God and deceive the multitude. He's deceiving people in the church right now as we speak. Because there's many. Antichrist. Antichrist is anti-doctrine, anti-revelation of Jesus Christ, anti-cross, anti-power. Those are all anti-Christ. And when and, and it says, and it says this, and they went out from us, so they were planted by the devil in the church, <laughs> church plants, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, and it's going on at a corporate level right now, if they were really of us, they would know about have continued with us, but they went out that they might be made manifest that they were not of us. Because there's no division. There's no quarrels. We're all one accord. It's like you can't say that the Holy Spirit doesn't baptize people, but you can say, well, it happened this way with me and that. And we're like, oh, cool. I believe that because God can do whatever He wants. It's that type of unity. You don't say, that's not God because it's like you can't articulate, like try to tell God what he's going to do. It doesn't take away from what he said. It's just an experience that you had that make you closer to him. I have written unto you that because you not know the truth, because you know it not, and that no lie is in the truth. Who is a liar? But he that denies the power of God, who denies Jesus Christ, who denies this doctrine, who denies this Bible. He is an antichrist. Whosoever denieth the Son, the same has not the Father. So who denies the sons doesn't have the Father either. Now we're one, right? Christ in me, the hope of glory, the first fruit of many brethren. So let's go deep in it. Oh, but that's not what he means. No, he who denies the brethren that are really born again, deny Christ. They don't know him. So if they don't know you, it's because they don't know him. And if they don't know him, it's because they're not born again. They might know about him that is written, but they're not in fellowship with the Spirit of him. Whosoever denieth the Son, the same has not the Father. And he that acknowledges the Son has the Father also. Let that therefore abide in you, which you have heard from the beginning. If that, this is for every one of us, that which you have heard from the beginning shall remain in you, you also shall continue in the Son and in the Father. And this is the promise that He has promised us, even eternal life. These things have I written unto you concerning them, who are them? All those things we just talked about. That's what? That them that seduce you. Seduce you what? Get you away from the Holy Spirit, the power the anointing, all those things, right? I'm just sealing it all up now by this last passage. But the anointing, so what would Satan want to do? Make the anointing of no effect. There's no anointing. God saves who he wants. There's, one, there's no power. You can't cast out demons. There's no yokes to be broken. Jesus does it when you get saved. You know, whatever they come up with to take you away from the, 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 the power of God. But the anointing that you have received abideth in, in you, and you need not that any man teach you, but the same anointing teach you all things. That doesn't mean the Holy Spirit in you is not going to tell me something. He means a man. 
You see, they, the, the, the Mavericks and all the Lone Rangers, they like to take that and say, I don't need a church. But it just, then that contradicts the, the, the body edifies one another because it's the spirit. So what are you saying? A man, a doctrine, the world, the spirit of this age teach you philosophy, the wisdom of man. Paul said, I don't come with those things. I come with the demonstration of power. So the Holy Spirit in me is teaching you. It's not really me. So you don't know man by the flesh. It's really the spirit in me, the gift that God put in me. So I become the gift to the church for you to help you raise up to this full stature in the measure of Christ. It's really not me, but it's Christ in me. And it's the revelation in me. It's the gift inside of me that's speaking through me that's helping you. So it's not for you to worship man, but continue to follow Jesus. Not that any man teach you or theologians strip you of your divinity, but the same anointing teach you all things and the truth and is no lie. And even if they have taught you, you shall abide in him. Now, little children, abide in him that when he shall appear, we will have confidence. Another confusion takes away confidence. So if the devil can confuse you, he can take your confidence. We need to be confident. You can't be confused and confident in the same breath. <clears throat> the same anointing teaches you all things in the truth. There is no lie. And even him that had taught you, you shall abide in him. Now, little children, abide in him, and he shall appear, and have confidence in that not be ashamed before his coming. See, the devil wants to make you ashamed of the gifts. You sure? That's who do you think you are? What do you think you're Jesus? Yeah. Oh, what are you healer? Yeah. What do you think? Look at the praise. I mean, what the? What do you think you're? You know, the one thing. Then what do you? What do you? Holier than thou? They'll all do like. If you know that he is righteous, you know that everyone that does this righteous is born of him. Everybody can stand up. Father, we thank you for the spirit of truth that guides us into all truth. We're not in a debate. We don't have to prove anything. We just want to love your word. We want to follow your word. We want to do exploits in your world. We want to see the transformation of mankind. We want to see the light in darkness. We want to follow the truth. We want unity in the faith, God. We want unity in the spirit, God. We don't want false unity. We don't want ecumenism. We don't want to just get along with everybody. We want to please you, God. We want to obey you, Father. We want to walk in the truth. We want to exalt your word. We want to exalt your spirit. We don't want to separate you from your creation, God. We don't want to make your, the word of God of no effect. We don't want traditions to make the word of God of no effect. We want to see your kingdom, Father. We want to see your power, Father. We want to see your glory, Father. And we want people to see the truth. Because when you're in the truth, you don't go on the broad way. You don't go into confusion. But you continue to be narrow, God. And as we walk on that narrow way, God, you are changing us. It is not me that can change myself. It is the power of God. It is the Word of God. It is the Holy Spirit. It is the submitting to you, God. You don't force yourself on anybody, God. And right now we say, God, Father, Holy Spirit, Jesus, change us into your image. Show us the truth. Bear witness with the truth. Father, we put the blood of Jesus over every situation in our life, God. Father, we open our ears to hear you. Father, we put eyes on our eyes to see you, God. And those that have the Spirit of God are the sons and daughters of God. Those that walk and follow after the Spirit, Father, 
are our brothers and sisters. Father, we thank you that we don't go by our brothers and sisters by a title, but by the fruits and the Spirit of God. Father, we ask you to open our eyes and put eyes soften on our eyes that we might see that rightly. And Father, we thank you that you said that the, to the Spirit, the Spirit speaks expressly in church in the latter days that we will not give heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Father, we thank you that our eyes and our ears are open to you. And you said those that uh, hear the Spirit of God are your sons and daughters. Bear witness to the Spirit of God. And the Spirit speaks. That means we can hear it to the church. And those that have ears to hear what the Spirit is saying will hear. Just because you don't hear some of you doesn't mean it's not the Spirit. It says, though we speak, those that have ears to hear, not everybody, everybody has carnal ears, but do you have spiritual ears to hear what the Spirit is saying to you today? Do you have ears to hear what the Spirit is saying to the generations, to the airwaves today? Do we have ears to hear? And do we have eyes to see? Ears to hear. See, he read it, wrote it over and over again. Those who have ears. You have to be born again to have new ears. You have to be one with the Spirit of God to hear Him. But we hear Him. And we will not follow the voice of a stranger. And we will not heed to seducing spirits. So Satan, we, we bind you right now. Every lying spirit. Every spirit of divination. Occult. Witchcraft. We just break your power right now. We come against all confusion by the blood of Jesus. We renounce every doctrine of devils, every powerless doctrine, every antichrist doctrine, we renounce it in the mighty name of Jesus. And Father, we exalt your word above every other word. Your word, there is no lie. Father, we exalt the truth in the Holy Spirit that guides us into that word and renews our mind. And right now we seal it by the blood of Jesus Christ, by the word of his testimony, by the written word. And Father... We shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. We shall not live by bread alone, but every word that flows out of the belly of the living waters of God. And Father, we thank you that our meat is to do the will of him who sent us to. Send us, Father, and we'll go. In Jesus' name, amen.